Hey everyone and welcome to The Autumn Show, motivated by thought and inspired by life. From my heart to your ears, I speak. Thank God for a new day. Woo! It has been a week and I hope you guys are enjoying the Life Unlocked series and got a great chance to listen to my first episode last week. This week we are continuing our journey and we are going to talk about the key. So I hope you're ready. Take a moment, take a breather. I'm gonna go get some water and I'll be right back. Well, thank you all for joining me today. I hope you had a great week, a great day, and life is unlocking. In today's series episode, we are going to be talking about the key. And the big thing that I want to highlight is this is not the master key that I'm referring to but it is a key or a few keys that I have found to help me unlock some things within me and before I go into a a little more of this episode, I want to take a moment to ask you to think of a time that you felt liberal. You felt so free that nothing, nothing matters. The reason I ask you to do that is because last episode we talked about being in a hole and being in a hole, being in a position where you're so low, you're bound. And in that place of bondage or weighted down state, it's hard to think about anything liberal, anything freeing. But when you get out of it, or even in the process of getting out of it, it's something that changes in your mind. And then that begins the endorphin change from sorrow, sadness, depression, frustration, anger, disappointment. It changes those things. And that is one key so in my preparation for today I looked up a word and the word was key and the definition of key is a small piece of shaped metal with incisions cut to fit the wards of a particular lock 
which is inserted into a lock and turned to open or close it. So much dynamic, like, intel in that definition. But I decided, let me keep reading because it didn't quite trigger what I was looking for to share with you today. And the adjective definition is of paramount or crucial importance. Mm. Darn you, paramount. <laughs> like, such a loaded word. And because it's so loaded, I need to take a second to look it up. Oh, wow. So paramount means more important than anything else. Supreme. I just feel blown away. So if you think about it, a key is something paramount more important than anything else it's crucial so in the midst of life being able to be unlocked it is crucial for us to find a key so for me when I was in the midst of my spiritual or I should say my religious journey growing up I was in church and I expressed to you before about just the dynamic between my mother and I and when I went to college I was a part of a ministry and it became a key in my life for the church that I attended because it opened up an area in me from religion to spirituality. Then, in the midst of that key, the key was me going to the church. And the step of making that choice knowing I needed a church that was like a key element in me moving into this next phase but in going to the ministry and learning so many things about the spirit realm and all of that it became a new um, we'll call it trend it became a new trend in my life and in the midst of that area being unlocked for me I began to explore different things emotionally and mentally and in the midst of exploring those things within my head and my thoughts I began to realize that there was 
more that I internally wanted to experience, but I didn't know how I was going to be able to do it because my life honestly was experiencing a lot of ups and downs. I went from having a job, having a car, having a place to live, to losing my job, losing my car, losing my place to live. And looking back in this moment, I feel like it all happened one after another. And although it was definitely, I believe it was maybe a course of a year. Yeah, I want to say it was a course of a year because when I graduated high or college, there was um, a recession, a recession, recession, recession. Yes, recession. And in that time, I got my hours cut from work, so then I couldn't afford to keep my high-end car. So I had gotten it um, on lease and I had to go return the car. Whoa, let's just take a moment, pause on the humblingness of turning in. Speaking of our topic, key, when you have to walk into a dealership and say, I can no longer afford this vehicle and have to hand the keys back. Thankfully, I had a ride home. <laughs> it is very humbling. Um, but for me, it was still my way of being in control because I did not want the um, ever so uh, embarrassing moment of getting a repossession just because I kept the car and I was trying to, <sighs> no, we're not even going to go there. <laughs> but that happened and then there was a flood and in the midst of the flood, I, um, our apartment got flooded and I went to go and stay with our, um, pastor and his family in their home. And I had a roommate and we went and stayed with them for, I feel like it was a couple of weeks. And then I think maybe two years went by. It could have been more, but I would say maybe a little over two years went by because when we tried to go back, the apartment community said that the extent of the uh, damage wouldn't allow us to move back in. So we had to move to a sister property and they wouldn't honor our rate that we were paying. So we would have had an elevated rent. And then I got to my um, new position in my job and then I ended up moving from there and then got a new place that was down the street from my job and God almighty. Then I lost my job 
all because I spoke up for myself. I was, I had a call and I was in a payroll at the time and I had a call come in and the employee wanted to know why I couldn't tell them all of the details about their pay stub. And he began to call me out my name and I didn't know how to keep my composure. And then I got written up from that call and it got escalated. And in the midst of the escalation, they just deemed termination. And it hurt my heart so much. But I persevered, got through it. I had been with the company for three years, so I had a 401k, so I had a little bit of change saved up. And God knows this was one of the life events that happened and I would say was a very big turning point but I won't go into the greatness of that turning point but we'll talk about the key that that situation was because needing humility is a key to life. We can't go through life being utterly arrogant and not having um, a place to be humble or no humility. It's not to take away from your confidence. It's not to take away from your skill. None of those things. But even where skill and, you know, rationale and confidence can take you, it's not, it's not good when you don't know how to be humble. And I feel like in where my life was, I wasn't, I don't feel like I was at a place of good confidence in myself, nor did I feel like I was very, um, I was arrogant by no means. Well, at least not forthcoming to my eye, but there was probably some areas that I had mentally or internally felt confident or arrogant. I won't say confident, arrogant about. But in the midst of that, I realized that, and I realize more now, even in this moment talking to you all, that humility was a big key for me. I remember in that time when I was searching for a new job, I found a a job in um, back into the hotel industry and not having a car thankfully my newer roommates didn't kick me out just because I lost my job I had a means but they sure as heck pushed me get a job get a job don't soak don't soak don't sit around here <laughs> and 
I found a job, but the job was on the opposite side of town. And it took me two buses and a train. One bus to the train and then from the train to another bus just to get to the hotel. There and back. And it was like two and a half hour commutes there and two and a half hours back all for an eight hour shift such a humbling experience and it got it got real for me and in those moments I would say that I was I was hurt but I continued to look look around like what's what's going on what's going on what's going on what am I to get from this what am I to do with this and then I remember a big thing happened I remember going to church one day because I was still in the church and spite of it all and I realized that I needed more so I began to pray and pray and pray and remember this episode is about the key and when I was praying and seeking and reading and studying and inquiring and asking so many questions I found myself in a position where I was like you know what I am better than this and in the midst of humility confidence began to rise up in me and that was my second key to life being unlocked. Now, I can't lie to you all and say I became the most self-consciously aware and self-confident woman there is. I was far from it. (laughs) Whoa, was I far from it. But in the midst of me still feeling saddened by my situation and circumstances, I just kept going and in me keeping on going I got my third key persistence which leads me to the biggest key that I learned for myself that I want to share with you in the midst of all of this that I was going through in my life in that hole that I was in I realized there is no quit in me and that my friends was humility confidence and persistence coming together and we'll call those the three keys that yielded the biggest key to life being unlocked for me.
there's no quitting me. With that, I began to explore a place to live. With that, I began to explore finding a car. With that, I began to explore who am I really? And I just kept going because I knew from being in the hole that there's got to be something better than this. But then in this this place and space of my life, I realized there's no quitting me. I just can't. I keep going and going and going and going, whether I'm doing the right thing, the wrong thing. (sighs) Whoever interprets it, however, it didn't matter to me because I just didn't want to give up because I realized that if you give up on you, who will live life for you? No one. So today I want to encourage you to take a look in the mirror as I'm going to do today too. But in this moment, raw and uncut, let's look in the mirror and remind ourselves, you can do this because there's no one that is going to live a more better life for you than you. We can look on social media. We can look on movies. You can look through photo albums. You can talk to friends. And everybody's living this lavish, great life. But guess what? They're living it for them. And even those who are living it for other people's viewing purposes, ultimately it's for them even when it is for the viewer. So let's look at ourselves and remind ourselves that you can take my mantra, there's no quit in me. There's no quit in you. And even when you feel like quitting, sit back and think, was that really for me? And if I stop, is that quitting? Or is that me letting go? Because some things in life, they are definitely worth letting go so that you can keep on going. Don't allow the things that come to burden and weigh you down to hold you down. There's no quit in you. So keep going. Keep moving. Take the key of life that I found helped me to unlock it there's no quit in me humility confidence persistence 
thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you and appreciate your time today. Remember, if you had not heard it, let me say it for you. I love you. And I appreciate you for all of who you are. And in today, remember, there's no quit in you. You got everything in you you need to keep on moving. As we journey together into this place of living life unlocked, know that you got my support. And if you haven't heard it yet today, I'm going to say it again. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I know I mentioned it last week and I apologize if you're listening to this throughout the week. I'm going to go live on Mondays to discuss a little bit more of my episode and give a little more meat to it. So if you're free, join me on Instagram. And if not, I'll catch you next time. Have a great one.